Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Welcome everybody to the Cruddle. I'm going to keep calling it that, I guess. The Clutter Chronicles. Coming clean with Amy Powell. Do you want to get up here? She wants to steal my chair. We're doing today real love style with the baby. Hold on. So we're talking with Amy and I know, I feel like I know Amy pretty well, but I'm excited to hear her story. And what this whole process has been like for her. If you guys are in the group, Amy asks, she asks really good questions, but she also, like when people ask questions, she gives the best answers. Or I'm sometimes oh. like, maybe somebody should ask Amy. And not, <laughs> she probably has a really good answer for you. Um, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so um, how about you just start by telling us how you found motherhood simplified because I, I can't remember and what you were hoping to get by joining. Yeah, sure. Um, hello everyone. So actually the community found me through a friend, um, April Goring. I don't know if she's on here or not. Um, but she and I, um, we're friends. We went to the same church. She has since moved and lives in a different state, but she just made this post one day and I was scrolling through Facebook because I had just had um, my baby who is now 10 months old. And so, you know, you're feeding the baby, you're scrolling, whatever. And she makes this post um, and it's a picture of her kitchen and there's like nothing in it. It's like, clean counter clean table with like this pretty little vase with like a little flower and she's like hey I've joined this decluttering group and you know um, we do these things called nightly resets and it's really like basically she was like it's really changed my life if anyone wants more info like I can invite you to the group so I was like I need this in my life I think is what I said um, because I had actually paid someone to clean my house for me, like, um, I think the day we brought the baby home or something, because I wanted to come home to a clean house, because we just had so much stuff, right? Like, it wasn't even really that I wanted a clean house. I wanted a decluttered house. I just didn't know that that's what I wanted. Right. That's a really good distinction, too, because I think that's a lot of times when people jump in here and start, they they their intention, their reason for wanting to do it is to have a clean house or an organized house. And sure. just like you said, it's a trick. It's a trap. It is. It's a Jedi mind trick. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I wanted to like, just have that. I mean, this is all in hindsight perspective, like for everyone listening, it's all in hindsight. At the time, I'm like, I want a clean house. I don't want to come home with a new baby and have to worry about managing X, Y, and Z, dishes, laundry, toys, kids, husbands, food, all of that. And it's going to make me feel better if my house is clean. And what that translates to in hindsight is I needed to come to a simple space where I could breathe and I could think and I could focus on 
taking care of this new little life because essentially I'm her life force and I didn't have the extra energy physically, mentally, emotionally to dedicate to all that other stuff going around. And so I responded to April and she invited me into the group and I wanted to like go dig back through um, like our activity and try to figure out if it was a surface purge challenge that you were doing or if it was actually a nightly reset challenge that you were doing. And I didn't go back, but I am 90% that it was a nightly reset challenge. And so I was like, what is this? And so I'm kind of like, you know, how everyone does like stalk through the group and try to find out like, what is this reset that we're talking about? Um, and um, I just kind of, I, I kind of started there. And so I was hoping to gain, um, I guess in my mind, I thought it was a little bit of that like organization type thing, but the term decluttering really like stood out to me because I've always been disrupted by clutter. Like it just, I don't, um, I don't thrive in a place where there's like a lot of like knickknacks and stuff in my personal space. Like I can go to someone else's house and appreciate what they have going on. But like for me, I feel like static (laughs) when I'm like in my space and there's just like stuff everywhere. And so I'm like declutter. Yes. Like I don't like clutter and leading up to this experience. Um, I think I've shared it once in the group. I'm kind of over it now. Um, but we actually had, um, bed bugs. It was not a huge infestation. Um, but we did get them. And so we did this big elaborate heat treatment to like kill everything. And part of that process is um, prepping your home. So you have to like make sure your clothes are separated in the closet so that the air can flow through and the papers on your desk are not piled on top of each other and the books, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like everything has to be able to allow the air to circulate so the heat can kill off the bugs and their eggs. And so when my husband and I were prepping the house, um, I'm like, let's just throw stuff away. Like, let's just throw it away. I don't want to, I had a box, you guys, I had this big cardboard box that we had moved from two different houses over the course of three years. Like who, does that. I'm sure lots of you in here do that. I know I'm not alone, but you're, you're faced with this moment of yourself. Like who does this, who stores their so-called office supplies in this box for three years and never goes through it. So anyway, long story short, that happened. And then I saw April's post and then I was just hoping to, to gain some sort of like organization to my life through the way of like getting rid of the stuff. Yeah. And if you guys missed it, she, when she started this, she had just had a baby. And I remember um, her getting ready, like to go, cause you're a nurse, That's mm-hmm. a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was getting ready to go back to work. And she was just like, I need to do this mm-hmm. for my sanity and one of the things that I really like about Amy is that she's so mindful and actually all of the moms that we're interviewing and have done this, they're so self-aware. I agree. Um, I agree. I think that's key. And I think 
it's not like you're just born self-aware, obviously. And it's not like these no. people come in self-aware, but they start realizing, like, if you can hear what Amy's saying, it's like, I was living in this way and I knew it wasn't working. And so I had to figure out basically why, like, why isn't this working? Why am I so overwhelmed? Um, exactly. Why can't I, and it, this is something that I, I actually have an episode about it, like, we internalize it. Like, why am I not organized enough? Why can't I, why, why am I not a good homemaker or housekeeper? You know, why am I not a good enough mom? Cause I don't have enough time to spend with them. And mm-hmm. that's not, that's not it at all. It's literally a matter of too much stuff and doing things like moving yeah. two or three times and keeping the sandbox packed up. Exactly. <laughs> and you're like, why am I doing this? Like, yes. Well, I'm avoiding it, right? Like I'm avoiding what's in the box. I don't want to take the time to deal with whatever's in the box. And like, that's just how I think if we can generalize, like that's how people are with stuff. Like Mm -hmm. you don't want to, you don't want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And you talk about that a lot, or I mean, you allude to it a lot, like clear out the space so that you can actually deal with these things, like our stuff. Yeah. just covers up whatever's on the inside that we are internalizing. Mm-hmm. And I've shared this story with you guys. When we actually left Alaska to Florida, we left like a few boxes in my in-laws house of, I say air quotes, so you guys can't see it on the podcast, the most important stuff to us. And when my mm-hmm. husband went back um, to Alaska to, to get the stuff, he opened it up and was like, what is this crap? <laughs> it was the only thing that I can really remember were our old soccer cleats, which he was like, why would you keep these? They cost like $40. We already mm-hmm. lost them in Florida. Cause <laughs> and that broken Nintendo, um, a broken Nintendo because I was like, we're going to, I love Nintendo and we got the new, yes. we have all the classic games and you don't have to worry about cartridges and all that, but you can play the classic games. Cause I was like, I want to be an old school Nintendo player. And yes. so I kept it in a box for two years, broken, not fixed. Cause one day it. you're going to fix it. One day you're right. going to fix it and order that part. <laughs> that person who fixed a broken Nintendo. <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, okay. So I love that. So Kaylee, um, over here so compared to where you were at before before you started the decluttering to where you are now what would you say is the biggest difference um I think the biggest difference in contrasting the two periods of time is um the self-awareness probably, I would say. I was kind of already um, on that journey in a, in a small way, like just through my spiritual like relationship with God. I was kind of already going that direction and then finding the group and um, praying about and making the decision to move forward in investing in the motherhood simplified course really helped ask me those questions. I mean, essentially you guys, like to be honest, (laughs) Krista's amazing at like 
just it's like therapy like the courses are like therapy and it cost way 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 less than therapy like I've done talk therapy I did it for several years and uh it's you're asking questions to get the wheels turning um and that's what helped bring about like oh this is why I'm avoiding that box like because you know x y and z and and whatnot so I think looking back on just how tense I was, how anxious I was, how overwhelmed I was in general, not saying that that's what my every single day looked like, but in general, um, I was set off like very easily because internally I was unsettled and all of that boils down to I had important values and beliefs and ways that I wanted to parent my children and ways that I wanted to serve my husband that I wasn't doing because my stuff was in the way. And it, I think when you're first coming into this and you're thinking, you guys, it's just stuff, like it's just dishes. Well, it is, but it's so much deeper than the dishes. It's what's causing the dishes to be piled up and not dealt with and why we can't let go of the dishes, if that makes sense. And so coming through the journey to this point, I probably would not have as much mindfulness and intentionality in all of these aspects as I would had I not decided to be a part of the group. I love that. I love that. And (laughs) I actually had a friend, another friend go through the course who said the same thing about the therapy thing. She was like, I've been in therapy for years and this (laughs) helped me more than that therapy. And Mm-hmm. I just want to let you guys know, because I think sometimes, especially with the motherhood simplified course, people are kind of confused. Like, what do you mean? Like simplify <clears throat> my life and my hope for it when I made it, um, was something that you could use throughout your entire motherhood season to help you create a really strong vision of not just what you want your days to look like, but basically the legacy that you want to leave for your kids the type of relationship that you want to have with your spouse, you know, all of the other relationships in your life, yourself, um, all of that. Yeah. And so I just wanted to say thank you. Cause that's a really big compliment to hear that. <laughs> I think it's, the yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, obviously you sh- you're very open with your story and you share a lot. And so, that's the magic of this group is that you are using your life experience and what you've gone through and done and accomplished and overcome to help so many of us women that are battling the same type of battles. We just don't have the resources. We don't know where to get started because we're overwhelmed because we have all this stuff to manage. Yeah. And so that's really great. So you're welcome. Okay, so let's talk about your actual stuff because I feel like you have one of like the biggest transformations. Um, well, <laughs> I'm going to try to explain this the best that I can. A lot mm-hmm. of times like the before and afters in the group are like before and afters of like a bedroom or before and afters of, you know, a kitchen, which mm-hmm. I love seeing that. But I feel like your transformation is like stuff that we can't really see, but mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about your stuff. So mm-hmm when it came to the actual decluttering and like letting things go, what, what was that experience like for you? What kind of hesitations and struggles did you have with actually letting your stuff go? 
Okay. Um, and so I will say I, I wanted to feel prepared for this interview, but I know me and I, I do tend to overthink. <laughs> and so I told Krista, I was like, I'm just ad-libbing it. Um, but I did have the questions written down. <laughs> I see your notes. I, I am going completely rogue. <laughs> <laughs> notes here as a guide but I just love these questions yeah see so I was like okay well I do have my notebook out like with the stuff that I that I work on like through the course yeah but um anyway so this question um I knew this was going to be a big question um so to keep things concise I think we all can look back and and pinpoint like okay I think I'm this way because my parents were this way or I was raised this way or whatever like it's not really a secret that our childhood influences like our adulthood yeah so I grew up in a very cluttered space and um I also grew up not having a lot of money um and kind of the mindset that I had was very, very, very much what if and just in case, which we like joke about all the time in this group, but it's a real thing. Um, And so I had just, I realized that I had adapted all of these habitual thoughts of like, I can't get rid of the broken Nintendo because what if one day I need to play my Nintendo and I don't have the money to buy a new one? Like, that's that's why I would have kept it right like you know silly things like um broken broken magnets that you know someone gave us as a gift and I would be like it was a gift I I am obligated to keep it I need to glue it back together and put it back on the fridge and so I would get stuck in this like cycle of thinking of like I can't get rid of this because it was a gift but it's not serving me in any way like and every time I look at it it stresses me out because it's broken and I'm not doing anything with it and it's just laying here and it's taking up space but I can't get rid of it and it would just be like this whole back and forth thing and so once I got into the group there were a couple times where I just posted I'm like all right someone needs to talk me off the cliff like I'm pretty sure I posted about baby socks because I was like having the hard time remember like I was like I don't want to throw it away but I would find these little baby socks not the pair just the one sock like laying all over the house and it was just it was too much and so that was one hesitation was like you know something was a gift or it had some sort of emotional attachment to it and so therefore I felt like well, I'm supposed to keep it. And that, that is part of things that were ingrained in me as a child um, in terms of like how we value things that people give us. And now I'm at a place where I'm like, it's a gift. It's awesome. It served its purpose and I can let it go now. Like, thank you for that gift. I don't need to hang on to this material thing. I can gift it to someone else or I can throw it away or whatever. And that's just like, that's just the way it is. Um, and then, you know, I, I touched on the money thing. I think we can all relate to that. I see it a lot in the group. It's like when you're trying to budget and when you're trying to be responsible with your finances, you're like, I don't want to go buy a new, you know, whatever it is. Broken Nintendo. Um, 
<laughs> yes, broken Nintendo. I don't want to go buy a new one because it's going to be expensive. And I remember, I'm pretty sure it was Danielle, Greg, that said, like, if I can replace it in under 20 minutes for $20 or less, then I can get rid of it. Yeah. And I don't know why that just like really stuck with me because I know $20, it's still honestly to me, like $20 is still an okay amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it it does get used up really quickly. So if something is $20 or less and I can replace it quickly, then honestly, I don't really need to hang on to it. It's not vital. It's not necessary. Um, and so I, there was, there's just been lots of little things that I've picked up along the way that have helped with that. But mainly getting to the bottom of why do I feel like I need to keep this thing just in case, even though it doesn't work anymore, even though it's broken, even though it was a gift, even though it cost money, how is it really serving? Yeah. How is it serving? I love that question. And I think it's something that we should like start asking moms in the group more often is like, um, cause I say it a lot of times in a different kind of way and that the things that you're holding on to, you know, just in case, what if the reasons that you're keeping it are like really minor inconveniences. So instead of mm -hmm. on like, what is this minor inconvenience that might happen if I let this go instead ask like how is this actually helping me in my everyday life yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely and that's part of the mind shift or mindset shift right is like going from well how why do I need to let this go to like well why like why do I have it here yeah. why is it taking up space here yeah so just to go off on one other little tangent from the notes real quick because you post or you talk a lot you respond a lot in the group when we talk about this bigger picture thing, which is the issue of living in a consumerist society that mm -hmm. glorifies having a lot of stuff, that glorifies too much, that glorifies buying and consuming more and more and more. Um, I forgot where I was going with this, but what are you? <laughs> oh, I do. I remember. One of the biggest shifts and I guess transformations that I've seen in you, it's one of those things that you can't really take a picture of, is that you have come into this place even more than you were before where you're just like I'm I don't really care what other people think I don't really care how other people live I don't care yeah. how much other people have or that expectation of like moms buy their kids a lot of toys moms have a lot of dishes moms have a lot of extra clothes and you're kind of like to this point now where you're like I don't care yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah, thanks for bringing that to my attention, actually. Um, I am kind of just in that season of life. And here's the thing, too, I'll, I'll say is that um, I know there's been several different conversations um, with the other women in the group, like, about our spiritual beliefs. And that's one thing I really love about this group is, for the most part, like, everyone can just do their thing. And there's no, like negative judgment about it and there's no pressure like if I talk about being a Christian or my relationship with God and how that um how this group fits into that there's no like I'm not putting pressure on anybody that you have to do it that way but like I'm just gonna share with you how my life has worked out and that piece that you mentioned right now about like you know what this like just kind of owning me that's um 
a lot to do with the course that I enrolled in, like shameless plug, like I just, you asked, you asked some questions um, in the course that really forced me to come face to face with like this spirit of comparison that I had where I'm looking at other moms and moms especially and wives. I did it for a really long time with other wives like in my church and comparing my marriage, comparing my relationship with my kids and thinking that I needed to do things a certain way. I needed to dress a certain way. I needed to buy my kids certain food. And I would like take this tidbit of information from all these different people. And I would constantly be trying to like fit it in to our life. And now I've identified what I want my life to look like, what my expectations are, what I want my relationships to look like. And then I take that vision and I pull from other people as a resource. And then I make it fit into my vision instead of creating my vision based on the spirit of comparison, really. And um, I feel confident in saying that I can like lovingly embrace what others do and just be like that's not really for me like you just have to find what works for you I'll, I say that a lot in here like this worked for me but like it might not work for you yeah. and um that that's a that's huge um that's huge yeah I love that so just to kind of <laughs> one more shameless plug when she's she's talking about the motherhood simplified course and like I said I think that's the one that a lot of times people are like well you know, why would I really need that? And um, the part that she's talking about, it's literally called like defining your role as a mom. Mm -hmm. Like a whole section on simplifying your mindset. And I literally say, you know, we're going to help you nail and define what you want your role, not just as a mom, a mom, woman, friend, wife, what that really looks like for you. And it goes really in depth. And I made the course, but I still do it for myself because it changes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, like I tell you guys all the time, like I'm never going to ask you to do something that I'm not willing to do myself or that I don't actively do myself or haven't done myself. And um, I just really love hearing your story because you totally took that course and just ran with it. And yeah, I still haven't finished it though. Just for everyone out there, I don't want to put the pressure on you. <laughs> like, I'm still working on it, you know, but I did go gung-ho like initially and it really, really propelled me to be able to like get through the, I think one of your questions in the email was like, um, uh, oh yeah, you asked me the hesitations and struggles initially, but also like in the throes of decluttering and you talk about that, like, okay, you've made all this progress, but like now you can fine tune it. And that was kind of an odd place to be at. Um, Cause we live right now, we're going to be moving eventually at some point, <laughs> but we have, our house is like 3,300 square feet, which Krista, I think your new house is like the same size. So, you know, like that's a lot of space. Um, and we just had, um, we hosted a gathering a few weeks back and my friend's teenage daughter was like, wow, my, I bet my mom really loves your house. I'm like, oh, why is that? And she's like, there's just so much space. Like you don't have a lot of stuff. My mom doesn't like clutter and like, you don't have a lot of stuff. And so like the way she said it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah. Like you, I'm like, I don't have a lot of stuff actually, but it was just neat to like have an outsider come in and be like, oh my gosh, like there's so much space. And then my mom is here visiting and she comes in and she's like, wow, you're really getting your life together. Like, I'm just so proud of what you've done in your home. <laughs> like, Thanks, mom. Yep, getting my life together. But um, just to tie that in to um, like how the course was so instrumental, like I'm not sure I would have in less than a year, really. Um, I can honestly say I've really decluttered like my entire house, including my garage. And I know Lindsay mentioned in her interview, like she has a little like box by the door where she will like drop stuff. And so I kind of have a similar system. I have like a space in the laundry room where I'll put like a bag or a box um, to just put little things in like throughout um, the week. And then every like month or so I'll call and have the donation people like come pick it up. Yeah. Um, or I throw stuff away more and just that regular maintenance has like made a huge difference. And when we move, there will be some other areas that all tidy up. Um, but you just kind of get to this place where it works for you. And so it's a really nice place to be in terms of the actual physical space and the actual stuff. Um, but I'm telling you guys, like, it's a much longer road, I think, to get there when you don't do the internal work. Yeah. That's just my experience. They do go together. And when I tell you guys things like it's so much more than decluttering, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, it's so much more than a clean house. It's so much more than getting mm -hmm. organized. Like, it's <laughs> so your mom can tell you I'm so proud of you for getting <laughs> yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. So I have a question and you don't have to answer it if you want to, but, um, cause I, I can relate actually, I'm going to preface it by saying this, that we have a big house and it's actually something that when we moved, I was hesitant to share with the group because, you know, we talk about decluttering. It's not about stuff. Mm -hmm. We wanted a big space, a you know, a big square foot of house. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of kids and we have a lot of cousins who come visit, but I felt like people were going to judge me because I'm like teaching people how to throw away their stuff. You don't need it. You know, it's not about how much you have or how much you can fit in your house. And here I am with like a. Sure. Basic with a giant house. <laughs> 3,000 square foot house. Yeah. So, and now I don't feel weird about it. I worked through it. <laughs> I did the course. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> about it because I'm like this is aligning with my values I want to be able to have our entire family which is 25 plus people at once being able yeah. to be with us um but are you going to get a bigger are you going to get the same size house or are you going to get a smaller house have you thought about it um we have and actually um the the reason why we have this house is because we had my younger sister. I have three sisters and the baby sister is 12 years younger than me. And so she lived with us for three years. I kind of got her through high school and just she needed stability. And so we had her living with us. And then we also moved um, Josh's, I almost said Josh's mother-in-law, <laughs> my mother-in-law um, in with us. And so we had our family 
of four and now five plus two additional people. So we really did need the space at the time, but just like we talk about the smaller material things, this house has served its purpose and we don't really need this much space. And so as we have been looking to purchase, we'll probably purchase something smaller. Um, But I'll add in, since you asked, um, the buying process is not lining up the way that we had thought. And so we may actually be moving to a rental, but it'll be 1,300 square feet. And so... (laughs) Um, yeah, it's a huge change. And so I was like, you know what? It's fine. Cause we don't have a lot of stuff and we can actually, we can get rid of more. We can purge more. Like we have three TVs. We don't need three TVs. Like I'm already like thinking about the stuff that we could eliminate to make it fit. But I will say I was like, oh my gosh, like our king size bed, hashtag first world problems, our king size bed and my little quiet time desk are not going to fit in the same room. Like I don't want to declutter my desk. And then I was like, well, I guess I could just go in the closet. Like, it's so funny how your mind just like, is like, okay, this is fine. Like this is fine. And I keep thinking over and over and over if Krista could move across the country with three suitcases, I can surely downsize 2000 square feet and make it work. And nobody will die. Nobody will die. Nobody will die. Okay. Mike. Um, that's funny. So, and I, okay, so this is what I loved what you said. Is that just like my stuff, my house has served my purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think James and I are pretty unique in that we don't really get attached to our houses. Like, and I've talked about this before, like we haven't bought a house because we're just not there. Like we don't want to. We yeah. But everything changes for us so quickly and that's just the season of life that we're in but I will say that there have been times hey baby there have been times where I had to do weird things like my desk was my my dresser yeah I remember you talking about that like you just have to kind of like work with what you have yeah but also feeling empowered to know that I can still let go of more things even if because the conversation is downsizing that that significantly for a year um just to help us save more money and whatnot um um but having to maybe make some weird accommodations, you know, like having your quiet time area in your closet or, or whatever, or having your dresser be your desk, but you just come to this place where you just really accept and are empowered by the fact that like the stuff doesn't have to own you. Like I am the owner of the stuff. And ultimately my underlying belief is that God provides me with the job that I have, the income that we have and all of that to be able to buy all this stuff. And I want to make sure that I am managing the stuff that he allows me to have Mm -hmm. in a responsible way. I don't want to be wasteful with my blessings and I don't want to be burdened by my blessings. And this house has been a huge blessing, but we just kind of, we don't need it. And, um, I do agree with you in terms of getting attached to the houses, but I'm attached to the people in our neighborhood. I'm really sad about leaving our neighborhood. So we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. But yeah, that was, work out. that's the hardest part about moving for me too, is leaving the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still talk with them. Now I have friends all over the world. Well, not the world. Yeah. The United States. <laughs> that's really cool though. That's re- I really, I think that's really cool. 
Yeah. Some so, people don't prioritize those. Yeah. So Amy said something key too, is that she's got that abundance mindset, which I tell you guys, the problem isn't that you're not going to have enough. The problem is that you have too much and yep. blessings can become a burden, um, yep. which is so backwards and not, not the way that people are meant to live or thrive. Um, yeah. I love that. So to wrap it up, because Kaylee is about to take a Sharpie to the wall, <laughs> like two seconds, I've stopped her so far. Um, what would you say to family and friends who are on the fence about decluttering? Oh, I think we all have the same answer. Just do it. I mean, you just, three for three so far. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to Lindsay's, I missed Caitlin's this morning, but I was listening to Lindsay talk and I'm just like, yeah, girl, I feel you like all that stuff. And with any fear with any, cause that's what it boils down to is fear. Um, you just have to do it. There's, there's power in not letting fear control you. Sometimes fear can be healthy in small doses as long as we don't let it control us. And you just do it. You just jump in and you say, I'm just going to do this. What's the worst that could happen? Like Krista encourages us, encourages us a lot. Like what is the worst case scenario here? Okay. Well, the worst case scenario is that you purge something that you actually need and then you go buy it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Nobody died. <laughs> Nobody died. You may cry, but no one died. <laughs> and pretty much everybody, um, says the same thing because I like to ask them the question too like do you regret anything you decluttered and they're like yeah there's one thing (laughs) but it's a funny story (laughs) Um, so just to wrap it up with the fear thing because I think that is something that people needed to hear so directly is that when it comes to your hesitations it all comes down to fear and the scariest thing this is something that I started telling my daughter who's 10 Mm-hmm. 10 and starting to get worried and stressed out about all these things. I'm like, girl, you're oh, but I know yeah. I'm like, the scariest thing about anything is thinking about it. Once you yeah. do it, you're like, that wasn't so bad. Like the scariest thing is literally just thinking about it. And that is a hundred percent truth. Like I've never thought it about it. And like the way you verbalize it is so simple, but like, yes, that, yeah, that's so true. Because we'd so always in our houses for years and get all freaked out and think about what if and just in case and all these things, thinking it to death. That's the scary yeah. part. And when you do it, you're like, oh, <laughs> that was it? Oh, that was all? No. Okay. I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm still alive. <laughs> Staying alive. <laughs> so funny. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. Sure. I love getting to know your story a lot more. I think everybody on Facebook, I tried to keep up with the comments, but I, I didn't. Um, that's okay. So I can check it out. And if there's any questions or anything, I can. Yes. All right, guys. Give it up for Amy. We'll see you next time. Hey, friend. Did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other, and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast 
with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it (laughs) because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.